the moment you recognize, hey, maybe I want to change my life a bit. Maybe I want to practice better habits. Maybe I want to do X, Y, and Z to have a better mindset and just live an overall better life. You have to do it from a place of, so I can help heal that version of myself that existed yesterday, the day before, a year before, 10 years ago, etc. You are doing it for every version of yourself that has existed and will exist. And the present version of you carries the strength of both of those people to move forward in your habits. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur, a lifestyle coach, and a content creator for my brand, LaRue. And if you're here today, it's because you're ready to elevate your lifestyle, live more intentionally, and achieve your dreams. And you found just the right place to do so. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I am so thrilled to have you here with me today, and I'm so, 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 so pumped to get into today's episode. We are getting back to the roots of the LaRue brand. What my entire brand was started on was this very foundational notion of intentional living, so building positive habits, building positive routines, cutting out crap in your life that no longer serves you, and boosting your mindset. And today, I want to revisit the topic of habits because a friend of mine about a week or two ago reached out to me and asked for my advice on someone who is lacking motivation and the discipline to start and implement new habits. And I gave it a lot of thought. I told her I have a lot going on like at the moment. Let me get back to you when I can sit down and really like write out what I want to say to you. And I sent her this long ass essay about my best pieces of advice and sort of best practices for intentional living. Because I think the biggest part, and this is definitely where I want to start with this podcast, is when you're starting to change your life, when you're at that moment, kind of that like precipice of I can't do what I'm doing anymore now because it's hurting me and will continue to hurt me in the long run. The best way to set yourself up for success is to not set yourself up for failure. Now, I know that sounds kind of stupid, but let me explain. The biggest piece of advice that I feel like is the most helpful is when you're at that point, when you're at that precipice and you're ready to make change, doing too much all at once. So many people don't have the capacity for that. First of all, you know, like I always say, we're living in a world where we live with other humans who have free will. So, so much that happens in our day to day is outside of our control. However, we are in control of how we react to those scenarios. But even still, you do not know how your day-to-day is going to continue to unfold. Yes, you have a solid routine. You go to work, you do your thing, you cook dinner, go to the gym, hang out with friends, get a drink, whatever. But there are other factors that are going to contribute to changing that routine every single day. And you might have a really bad day or you might have a day where you just are completely booked and cannot get in your habits or whatever it is. I, my strongest piece of advice is just take it day by day because here's the really big issue with our mindset when we're starting at that, like when we're starting at that journey is that we see that long distance. We, we see that 10 mile run we're about to take and we're looking at the very last second of that 10 miles, right? We're looking at what our life could look like after we've run this marathon without thinking about all of the factors that are going to happen to get from where you are now to that end of the marathon. And I don't think we should look at implementing new habits and new routines and changing our lives 
as a marathon, as work, because ultimately, if you look at it that way, I do believe you're going to create a sort of resentful relationship with the habits because if they don't already feel good to do, are, are they going to feel good? Like, are they actually going to have the effect you want them to to change your life? I just don't think so. So the best piece of advice and the first piece of advice I gave this friend was you have to start small. You have to start day by day. And the thing that comes to mind is actually something like 75 hard. So if you don't know what 75 hard is, it's this like routine that you get into for 75 days straight. And I think it's about like six habits you implement, like a certain amount of water each day. I think you have to do like a workout and a walk each day, uh, certain bedtime, certain like social media hours, etc. Stuff like that. That's a lot of habits and that's a really, really long time to commit to. What if you're going on vacation? What if something happens and you have to travel? What if you get laid off or you get a new job? Or what if all of these things happen? 75 days is a really, really long time to stick to. And you're likely not going to be your bubbly, fantastic self for 75 days straight. You don't know what could happen in that time. So I think setting yourself up, you know, let me explain it this way. I have argued, I can't even tell you how many times to myself in my life, like, okay, I have a vacation coming up next month. So like, what's the point of me starting this now? Let me start it when I get back. Why can't I just start now, take a little mini break during my vacation, knowing that those habits, those routines, that mindset is there for me on the other side, right? I think the longer we push off, we're creating reasons out of fear, right? And this is another thing that I told this friend is, we fear, and you know, we've had this conversation millions of times, we fear that change. We fear either the success of that change, meaning our entire lives could change for the better, or even worse, we fear failing implementing these habits and not only returning back to where we are, but potentially returning back to a further point, right? So being in a worse mindset, practicing even worse habits, whatever it is. So I think that if you are someone, if you're in a position where you're really ready to change your life and just things aren't going the way they want or my best model of thinking with this is if you were to look at yourself a year ago and as who you are now like what goals would you have hit and I'm not talking about like financial goals I'm not talking about work goals I'm not talking about anything like that like would that person a year ago be proud of the person you are now are you are you living your best life and being your best self for the version of you that existed a year ago and the version of you that will exist a year from now, right? Because the, the actions we take now and today are going to affect the rest of our lives and they're going to affect every version of ourselves that will ever exist again. So today is the day that's important. You're not looking at 64, 64 days down the line thinking, okay, I need to hit this. I have to hit these goals. Not 75 days, not a week, not a month. You are looking at today. And I think this model of thinking is such a healthy way to set yourself up for success because when you inevitably hit those rougher days, days where you just didn't have the time, didn't have the energy, didn't have the motivation, whatever it is, You are not setting yourself up to be in a position of today I failed, now I just might as well never try again. Like what was the point of putting in a week if I can't get today done? Each day is the beginning of a new set of habits. So if you can't get it yesterday or you can't get it today, you can try again tomorrow. And I think this model of thinking and this practice of implementing good, strong, positive habits 
which therefore lead to a good, strong, positive mindset, is the most successful and most healthy. And I'll reiterate this again, especially if you are someone who hasn't necessarily put in this kind of work before. If you've implemented positive habits in your life before here and there, that's amazing and fantastic. But if you're in a position where, okay, I need to like change so much of my day-to-day routine, meaning you're you're going to start implementing like seven different new habits a day, you have to take it one step at a time. I'm not saying seven new habits a day is too much, whatever it is for you, because they can be small habits like you know, making sure you're cooking yourself dinner every other day or sitting down and reading for 15 minutes or meditating or just changing your wake up time a little bit, whatever it is, you know, they don't have to be like these major extravagant habits that you're practicing each day. My point is it's not about the amount of habits. It's about the day to day each day. And this is something I framed it with her that I want to reiterate to you guys. The motivation you have to practice new habits cannot lie solely in the repetition of habits. You will make progress either way as long as you're looking at progress day by day. If you believe you'll only be successful in a habit after X amount of days, you're setting yourself up for potential failure. Because if you miss a day, you cannot let that affect your actions tomorrow. Meaning you can't let one setback already decide tomorrow will be a bad day. Every day is a new day and we just have to keep trying again. And I think that that's a really powerful way of thinking too, not just in habits, in routines, things that some people could consider small, but your mindset. And that's really, really important. If you've had a bad day today, tomorrow is a new opportunity to be happier, learn from the lessons yesterday, etc. I definitely, you know, always like I always say, my goal is to always be completely honest with you guys and I think I said not last podcast, but the podcast before or pretty recently that I am very, very aware. And I also just said this in my newsletter recently. I am very, very aware that I am on the brink of a enormous, enormous up level in my life. I feel fully prepared for it, but I can see the way my subconscious has been trying to keep me safe And something, uh, you know, a negative habitual practice that I used to have was waking up with daily like really intense anxiety where I would fear sitting down at my desk because I wouldn't know what to do with like my time and it was really freaking me out. And recently I feel like this potential, not potential, this up level coming has been potentially like shifting my subconscious mind to keep me and revert me back to that safety mechanism Meaning sometimes when I sit at my desk, it's definitely not like every day and it's not a long time, but I recognize it. I feel a little twinge of anxiety and I step back. You know, the biggest thing like I've talked about before is getting in like intermittent patterns that interrupt how you're feeling. So I'll start listening to really good music. I'll maybe I'll just stop and just go to the gym. I'll do what I need to do to step back from what is I feel like inducing this anxiety which has been super helpful and that is a habit I practice now. You know, I don't sit here and try and force myself to work and think, no, you have to get this stuff done, like just power through it because that's so unhealthy and that just perpetuates that safety mechanism to keep kicking in anytime I'm sitting at my desk, right? So when I sit down and I feel that little bit of anxiety, as a practiced habit, I will get up, walk away and do something that feels lighter, feels fun, gets my heart rate at a regular pace And then when I feel ready, I'll sit back down 
and something that has really, really helped me as well is when I do sit back down, I don't get back into work. I get back into organizing because so much of what feels chaotic and anxious to me is any sort of disorganization. So I'll sit down and replan my day because this usually happens like first thing in the morning when I sit down. So I'll look at my day, look at what absolutely needs to get done. I'll organize a little bit, get my ducks in a row for the day, and then I will start working. Yesterday, I felt really anxious at kind of like the middle of the day. I'm working on a really, really, really huge project that I am very much so hoping to share with you guys really soon. It's I'm going through like a trial test run with something and I'm just I'm so excited. I think that this is going to be an amazing opportunity for me if I get it. So I'm really excited to share that with you guys. I should be able to share it with you hopefully in the next podcast, whether or not I got this opportunity. But the project, you know, obviously you guys know me. I'm such a perfectionist. That's the Capricorn in me. And I strive and I will put my heart and soul into every project I work on. And I started doing that. And, you know, it got to the point where I was like overthinking it. But anyways, that's not the point of this podcast. So I felt really anxious yesterday and I stepped away. I cleaned my apartment because I knew I wasn't going to be productive sitting at my desk. So I did my dishes, finished a load of laundry, changed because I had to go to the dentist. And then I came back from the dentist and I sat down for like another three and a half hours and powered through so much work and felt so productive, right? So I think when when we're talking about habits immediately I think we really limit that scope to like okay I want to implement jogging I want to implement going to the gym I want to implement x amount of water each day I want to change my my sleeping habits whatever I think that's really limiting of a scope when it comes to the habits conversation because habits aren't even necessarily things you have to practice each day you can build habitual practices based on other things in your life. So just like that, it's not like I practice that pattern interrupt every single day. I only practice it as a habit when the feelings of anxiety arise, right? So I, I really encourage you to, after this podcast, if you have a moment, take, take some time to really sit down and think about what positive habits you've implemented into your life that aren't even day-to-day habits, right? Whatever it looks like for you, make sure you're understanding, hey, these are the positive habits that I've implemented. Let me make sure I'm still practicing them day to day as needed, right? So when my friend reached out to me and I I sent her that, you know, essay for her to read, my other major point aside from making sure you're starting small is really about the mindset again. And we've had this conversation, but I'm just going to keep reiterating it to you guys So I I touched on this at the very beginning, but I want to make sure I'm being very clear. Something that I pointed out to her that even I thought was really interesting was the text, the vocabulary she used in the text message. She said, what would you say to someone who's really struggling with finding the discipline and motivation to practice a better lifestyle and practice better habits? And two thoughts really came to mind really fast, being that I really think when you're in a position in which you want to change your life. You cannot do it with the mindset and vocabulary from the standpoint of, I am not doing good now, but I want to do better later. You have to have encouragement and compassion for the version of yourself that exists right now, practicing or not practicing the habits that they have because they are doing the best that they can. 
the moment you recognize, hey, maybe I want to change my life a bit. Maybe I want to practice better habits. Maybe I want to do X, Y, and Z to have a better mindset and just live an overall better life. You have to do it from a place of, so I can help heal that version of myself that existed yesterday, the day before, a year before, 10 years ago, etc. You are doing it for every version of yourself that has existed and will exist. And the present version of you carries the strength of both of those people to move forward in your habits. So if you are, again, in a position right now where this is kind of what you're leaning on to move forward in your life and kind of make some change, I strongly, strongly, strongly encourage you to do so with as much compassion as possible. You cannot sit down and write down seven habits that you want to start implementing and thinking, oh, I want to start reading more books because I felt so stupid in this conversation the other day. You're not stupid. You're not anything. You're doing the best that you can. And if you want to learn more or if you want to change or whatever habits you're implementing, that's fantastic. But you have to do it from a standpoint of I'm just bettering my life now. Because when she said I lack so much, I mean, obviously I started texting her a little bit to get more context and she was like, I lack so much discipline. I'm just so lazy. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Saying that to yourself is anything but encouraging. It just further perpetuates, and we've had this conversation as well, it just further perpetuates that thought of you are in fact lazy, right? That's that subconscious proof mechanism kicking in, those subconscious filing folders, and every time you say to yourself, God, I'm so lazy, your filing folders are pulling up all of that as evidentiary proof to that statement being true because you've said it over and over and over again. This is false. You're not lazy. You're doing the best that you freaking can. From here on out, you're moving forward one day at a time. Again, I I totally understand the appeal of 75 hard. And I think that especially during COVID, there was like a big fad for it. You know, people were really hopping on board of this like mental health journey, which I 1000% encourage. However, if you are in a if you're someone who's just diving into this realm and has never experienced like really hard steadfast change like that, I do believe you're going to set yourself up for failure. Is that to say that you don't have the will or courage to get through 75 hard? No, absolutely not. I don't know you. That's not my place to make that judgment. My position of thought is maybe just change up the verbiage a little bit. Let me do 75 days of these hard habits. But if I skip a day here or there, that's totally fine. What if it's the most glorious Saturday and you just want to hit the beach? Like give yourself that break to enjoy the days off because if you subscribe to 75 days hard or a variation of and you end up wanting that beach day or a surprise vacation comes up or whatever, you're going to one, feel guilty about not completing the habits. And two, you're going to start to resent them because they're, you know, infracting on your day and changing up the way you're, you know, living your life, right? I don't know if that just made sense, but I think it did. So we're going to move forward. <laughs> so anyways, that's just why I feel like 75 days hard or, you know, like I said, a variation of just isn't the best approach. Honestly, I w- like even where I'm at now as an expert in intentional living and a coach and et cetera, like this is what my entire business is about. I wouldn't even do 75 days hard because I just don't think it's setting me up for success. I know who I am. I know how I practice habits. If I have a habit I really want to implement, which I'm actually in the middle of doing quite a bit of change right now just because my schedule has changed immensely, 
I, I, I know what I can do for myself. I know how I can best serve my day to day by implementing these new habits and giving myself the opportunity for breaks. Something that I think I, I mentioned this a while ago, like in a podcast recent after my move up here is I was traveling so much and, you know, my grandfather had just passed away. So I went back and forth to Wisconsin a couple times. That was right before Josh's anniversary. So then I went home for that and just I was traveling like a lot in the first two or three months I was here and it was it made it really, really hard for me to find that routine in my day to day again. Because now that I was here in my own apartment, like on my own, even little things that changed affected my day-to-day schedule. Like, you know, my mom was working from home too. So even during the day, I had someone to talk to and, you know, we would, you you know, we would mess around during the day. We weren't working all day, every day, (laughs) you know, and now I'm here by myself and I had all this like extra time on my hands and I was trying to find the most productive way to fill it and I felt guilty Because as an entrepreneur, I feel like I should be working 100 hours a week and that's just not acceptable and it doesn't have to be done that way. And I was really in that mindset and Jess and I were just having this conversation the other day too. Like it's incredible to see just how much my mindset has changed in those last couple months. And I think an enormous factor of that has been that I have definitely discovered like the new structure that works for my day-to-day routine and it's not as steadfast as it used to be. Like when I was in Florida, I had a really, really hard routine that I stuck to. And I was just talking to another person about this too. Like the schedule I had was so regimented because I I think it was because I was in such the, like I was in the depths and trenches of my healing journey that that gave me something tangible to grasp onto every single day because when I was healing and I was going through that enormous journey, I didn't know how I would wake up and feel. One day I would be happy, the next day I would be sad, angry, etc. Like all of these feelings were just overwhelming me consistently. So I think my routine, I was so hard and and just like so motivated to practice it because it gave me that it gave me that base, that foundation, it comfort. It was a lot of comfort. You know, I went to the gym so much because it felt so therapeutic and it just gave me a way obviously to, you know, burn off adrenaline and burn off energy and emotions that didn't feel good. But now, especially after having gone through so much of my healing journey, you know, that journey's never over, but I am through the trenches most certainly. And now I don't need that stability I guess that my routine used to provide for me I am most 1000% certain I am someone who strives off a busy schedule not chaotic not overwhelming just busy and structure if I have stuff going on during the week that like interweaves with my normal routine so-called it does give me anxiety like Recently, you know, it's summer, so people are on summer schedules, lots of holidays just passed, and there were a couple weeks in a row where last month I was just completely packed with my schedule. I was so busy, and there were a couple days, like Mondays and Fridays, that I would end up taking off for like the holidays and hang out with friends and just like enjoy the summer. And because I didn't have those, especially Mondays, like Mondays are my days I set up for the week. I don't take client calls usually. I just like get myself prepped and ready to go for the week and get a lot of 
business work done, when I skip those on Mondays, it doesn't feel like I can get those work, this work done on Tuesdays. So I feel guilty about it. And that's been something I've been addressing because that's a habit I want to break, right? So the last note I want to reiterate to you guys before wrapping it up today, basically the mindset of fear around changing your life, right? So like I said earlier, if you, so the word she also used in her text message to me was lack. I lack motivation, right? And as we all know, lack is usually very fear-based. So for example, this is someone in my life who wants to write a book. And this is verbatim what I said to her. If you're lacking motivation and sitting down and writing a book, it's likely for one of two reasons. One, you fear failing at it and it won't be good. Or two, you have a subconscious fear that it could go so, so well, it will change your life and you fear that change, right? And as I've said so, so many times before, the worst emotion we can exist in is feelings of shame, blame, guilt, or anger about past negative habits that no longer serve us, right? So your habit is in your thought pattern, right? We have these habitual thoughts that most certainly are not serving us. So again, it goes back to this repetition of if you can't do it today, just do it tomorrow. Just try again tomorrow. Because if you have that repetitive thought of, well, I didn't do it yesterday, so I might as well not do it today. Like, what's the point? I'm not going to make any progress. You are making progress every single freaking day. Every day you wake up and choose to do your habits, choose to change your life, choose to live better. You are making progress. You are not going to get to that end of the marathon in one day. You have to let yourself jog at a steady pace. If you need to take a break, stop, drink some water, and then keep going. Marathons can have stoplights. They can have stop signs. Maybe some cars are passing. You've had a rough day. Maybe some wine instead of water is what you need. (laughs) Give yourself the space, the compassion, and the okayness to skip a day. Because if you see progress as only something repetitive in a day-to-day consistent practice, I think you're doing this wrong. And I know that a lot of people in this genre of conversation might disagree with me, but that is firmly what I believe. You have to do this with compassion. You have to do this with the clarity that this is what I can do today. Tomorrow when I wake up, I'll see what I can do tomorrow. Like, Live in the moment, live for today, live for the progress you're making today. Worry about tomorrow when it's here because you're already like looking so far into the into the future that you're removing yourself from the present moment, which is never ever serving us because if you believe that you're only doing the habits for the future version of yourself a year from now, what are you giving the current you? What what are you doing for them? Because I assure you, what they need is after likely practicing habitual thoughts that are harmful and hurtful, like I am lazy, and then you're going to get up and, I don't know, go to the gym and tell, okay, I'm doing this for the version of myself to exist a year from now. What about the version of yourself right now? They're just going to feel hurt, alone, unheard. They're going to feel pain, right? You're going to feel pain. You're, You're inadvertently giving yourself a painful memory and once again practicing that habitual thought. Do it for yourself right now. Point blank. That's all that matters. Take it day by day. 
whatever habits feel right. When I first started LaRue, it was so, you know, I've, I've said like surface level so many times in this conversation, not like this specifically, but when I talk about first launching LaRue, but it was also very, I want to say maybe strategic in the content that I offered because again, it was something that I was so comfortable with and this kind of conversation, I wouldn't have felt like I was in a position of authority to say these things. You know, now that's obviously so far gone and I feel wholly and completely worthy to say these things. But even still, when I look back at like some of my really early blogs and it's like, you know, 10 positive habits to implement today, (laughs) those habits are still really relevant. Those are all things that come from the right place. Journaling, practicing gratitude every day, meditating, practicing EFT, whatever feels right for you. Even if it's something like waking up earlier so you can get 10 extra minutes of reading a book or just 10 minutes with somber music on, drinking your coffee and not looking at your phone. Like whatever feels comfortable and right for you to set yourself up for a great day and a great day tomorrow, right? And if you don't have that great day tomorrow, you have an opportunity the next day. So I really, really hope that this podcast hit. I feel like I was definitely in the zone and in flow during it. I feel like I got a lot of really good nuggets out for you guys. And that's what I've got for you. I really hope you enjoy this. Stay tuned. I have a very exciting guest coming on. Uh, Is it next week? Let me check. It is the following week. So I will see you guys next week. And then a very well-requested topic is coming to the podcast. So Stay tuned. I love you all so dearly and I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.